In this episode, we look at how friction can be used to help you change your life. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change, big change. another episode of Tiny Leaps. Big changes where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas and in this episode I want to cover a topic that has sort of been at the core of a lot of the things I talk about on this show over the last few years but I've never quite had the understanding and the context to bring it to a full episode. And I think it's really important. It has to do with how friction, friction as far as how difficult it is to engage in something can help us massively in changing our lives. Now, speaking of friction, one habit that people tell me they want to add to their toolbox is reading. And there's massive value, I think we all know this, in reading more, but we don't always have the time to sit down and make it through a whole book. So let me give you my secret weapon. It's called Blinkist, and it's absolutely one of the best apps out there for helping people grow and improve as individuals. Blinkist gives you the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information from over 3,000 nonfiction bestsellers into over 27 categories. Blinkist condenses them down into blinks, which you can read or listen to in just 15 minutes. Now, I personally spend a lot of time learning new things, stuff that sometimes makes it into the show, like the stuff we're talking about in today's episode, and stuff that doesn't sometimes. But Blinkist has been a massive help in letting me do that consistently without spending hours going through every single book on the very wide range of topics that I'm interested in. Instead, I can check things out on Blinkist, go through a few blinks in 15 minutes each, and then decide which books I want to sit down and invest a bit more time into. Now, two books that I would recommend, they're on my to-read list, is Sapiens, A Brief History of Humankind by Yuval Noah Harari, and The Three-Minute Rule by Brant Pinvidic. Right now, Blinkist has a special offer just for Tiny Leaps listeners. Go to Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to start your free seven-day trial and get 25% off a Blinkist premium membership and up to 65% off audiobooks, which are yours to keep forever. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to get 25% off a premium membership and a seven-day free trial. Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps. How many times have you thought to yourself, I can't seem to stop drinking soda. I just don't have the willpower. Or maybe you blame it on a sweet tooth or you'll say something like, if I weren't so lazy, I would exercise more. Statements like this, whether we intend them to or not, reinforce an idea that our bad habits are determined by a set of characteristics we were born with. Our habits are fixed because that's just how we are. Let me make something clear. You were not born lazy or unorganized or with a sweet tooth. You developed those attributes later in life through a combination of factors, but they are not inherently a part of who you are. And this means 
that you can break them. But how? Due to the mostly subconscious nature of habits, it can feel like they are just a part of who you are, that they are ingrained in your personality. How do you break something like that? One of the issues with bad habits is that our environment makes it easy to engage in them. There is a McDonald's or some other fast food at every turn when you're out and about. You are constantly bombarded with ads to buy this or buy that. And if you add in the soda or candy that is waiting for you at home, the one-click access to platforms like Netflix or how easy it can be to scroll social media all day, and you can start to see how your environment might might be playing a larger factor in your day-to-day actions than we realize. Back in 1936, Kurt Lewin formulated the statement, behavior is a function of the person in their environment. Lewin, who earned the unofficial title the founder of social psychology, was a German-American psychologist born in 1890. He took a complex subject and a a real question of what drives human behavior, and he broke it down into one simple sentence. Behavior is a function of the person in their environment. It's a formula for understanding how positive life changes can come about and highlights just why bad habits can be difficult to break. So if behavior is a function of the person in their environment, then there are two things that can be changed, the person or the environment. So often personal development focuses on the personal. The essential thesis behind this industry is how can people change themselves in order to create better outcomes. But according to Lewin and this model of behavior change, This view ignores 50% of the problem. It's not just about the person and the individual. It's also about the environment that that individual occupies. So let's look at the environment. How can we change our environment to influence our behavior? Well, the answer here, there are a lot, but one that we want to look at in today's episode is friction. How much friction is there between you and a positive or negative behavior? And when I say friction, I mean how difficult is it for you to engage in a positive or negative behavior? The more friction there is between us and our activity, the less likely we are to engage in it. If we want to decrease the chances of engaging in a bad habit, we just need to increase the amount of effort it takes to engage in that action or task. And conversely, if we want to increase the chances of engaging in a good habit, we just need to decrease the amount of effort it takes to engage in that action or task. This is why things like laying your shoes out the night before might help you get out for more runs because you are reducing the amount of effort required in the morning for you to actually engage in that behavior. And this can actually be done in the opposite as well. If you've seen those alarm clocks that are like yoga mats on your floor, that's how this works. The purpose of them is to increase the amount of friction between you and laying in bed. So if you want to turn off the alarm clock, you need to actually get out of bed and step on the mat. By doing that, they're increasing the amount of friction in between you and the desire to stay in bed. They're increasing the friction between you and the act of turning off that alarm clock. And you're going to turn it off because you're not able to fall back asleep without it. So it works for that reason. 
Whatever habit you want to change, one way to start is to look at how you could either increase or decrease the amount of effort or friction it takes to make it happen based on whether you want to add a good habit or remove a bad habit. In this way, you do not have to rely on willpower and can instead tap into the power of our unconscious behaviors because we may take the brain for granted on a day to day basis, but it uses an enormous amount of energy. This is why our brain takes tasks and turns them into habits. By shifting the burden over to the subconscious, we use less energy while still allowing those tasks to be accomplished. This idea isn't new either. Companies have taken the concept of less or more friction and used it to make it easier for customers to say yes. If you're buying online and you don't want to take the effort to go into the other room, grab your credit card out of your wallet, type in your information, well, now you can just use PayPal. Or Amazon and many other websites have a buy now, one-click purchasing. If you go to the Apple store, you no longer have to wait on a long line. Oftentimes, the people on the floor have ways to check out clipped to their belt. You can swipe your card and be on your way. Grocery stores have been delivering groceries even before the pandemic. There was no need to get dressed and go anywhere. Whatever it is you needed could be delivered to you. So let's do the same thing in our own lives. Companies are using it against us. Why don't we use it for us? Set your environment up for success by looking at the action you want to make happen. What are the habits that you want to change? What steps can you take to add or take away from the friction needed for you to succeed? Approach your day-to-day behaviors, not just from a place of changing the person, because while that is important, it's only 50% of the equation. Also look at changing your environment Do that and you'll start to see changes in massive, massive ways. So to summarize, behavior is a function of both the person and the environment. If you look at the environment in which your good or bad habits flourish, you can set yourself up for success by creating more friction and making it harder to engage in a bad habit or creating less friction to make it easier to engage in a good habit. So I hope this is helpful to you. Let me know. Uh, Find the podcast over on Instagram. And while you are there, be sure to answer today's question of the day, which is what was the last show you binged on Netflix or any of the other platforms? Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu. uh, I think there's like 7000 of them now. Whichever platform was the last thing that you binged? Let me know. Find the podcast over on Instagram at Tiny Leaps and just leave a comment on today's question of the day post. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to click subscribe wherever you are listening today. It means the world to me and it also helps us to get discovered by other listeners. So it is a massive, massive help to me. I appreciate you. You are amazing. Please don't ever forget that. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day. Every day.